Our places, our people. These are our stories. The, you then serve the first term of the newly formed Toowoomba Regional Council as the Deputy Mayor under Peter Taylor. Yep. I, Peter, for, for me as a, as a ratepayer and as a broadcaster here in this region, I felt he was a little out of touch with what was going on on the ground. He seemed a bit aloof about the position. I don't know whether that was uh, the feeling in the council, and you don't have to comment on that if you don't if you don't feel comfortable doing so. But to me, it didn't seem that he was going to last too long. Uh, were you aware of that groundswell that was happening around him, and and then your a, a opportunity to run for the mayor of the region towards the end of his tenure uh, of his of that four years. Well, I'd say a couple of things. Firstly, Peter served his community of John Darien well, and he yes. was a very capable leader. And there's no question of that. But the first term of an amalgamated council is generally the toughest term ever. And that's fair And uh, as you would know, I had a chief political advisor. Yes, uh, Greg Gabbett. Uh, Gregory Gabbett. And uh, my good friend Joe Ramier gave me a saying the other day that came out of Gabbett. Uh, the barbers and the taxi drivers of the world are the people who know best how to run the country. Yep but they can't do it because they're busy. <laughs> and, uh, but Greg, uh, Greg t- began to Very talk good. to me uh, probably 12 months into my first term. Yep. And he said, I think you should get ready. He said, I think your uh, profile as a, a steady, stable leader is strong. Yes. Uh, and he said, I think you ought to. And when the time came and, you know, sadly we lost Greg, but he was, um, as you go through life, we all know that uh, in times of trouble, your true friends actually turn up and yep. show. Now, Amazing friend in, in uh, Joe Ramia, who's still a great friend of mine. Greg Gabbett was an amazing friend. Uh, I've always had a very strong relationship since well before politics uh, with John McVeigh. We've all, always got on well. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, that was a, a... Greg Gabbett came to me and he said, look, uh, 12 months into it, he said, get ready. When the election came, he said... Uh, he predicted everybody's vote. He said, I told Joe not to stand. Joe's going to get about 15%. Joe's stood, and that's, he got 15 or 16%. Good grief. The guy, the former CEO of the Toowoomba Regional Council, Phil Spencer, got 15 or 16%. Yes, that's right. As predicted. Peter Taylor, tragically, you know, it must have been hard for him. Um, yep. He went from where he was, which was probably, uh, well, in the high 60s, I think, at least, uh, to uh, uh, 15 or 16%. And he said to me, you will get between 47 and 48. I think it was 47.8 or something. And uh, those days it was first past, you know, first past the post. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and there were a couple of other candidates, of course, who... And um, <clears throat> then the, he uh, did tell me the next time is not to spend any money. And that was my best election in 2016. Yes. Um, uh, I got... Um, uh, significant second preferences, and I got well over eighty percent of the total vote with those uh, eighty-five or eighty-six. And the next election, where there was a fair candidate against me and a bit of bit of money spent against me, um, uh, I got uh, just under seventy percent, just under eighty percent on yes. two-party preferred. So, you know, I'm I'm quite happy with those votes. I can I can rest assured that people were in the majority of people were supporting me. 
upon reflection now uh, of your time as Mayor of Milmerran Region and uh, and of the Toowoomba Regional Council, uh, the things that you reflect back on most positively. I've heard you talk about the power station at Milmerran mm. uh, and, of course, Regional Council of Mayors, which has been uh, mm. instrumental in getting us the Olympic Games, uh, sister city relationships uh, in other countries. Uh, and uh, are these the things that, that you reflect on uh, positively from your time? Well, I'm a great believer in legacy and, and leadership is about, uh, you know, bringing people together and uh, having a legacy uh, of sorts, uh, you know. And I think my involvement with the Council of Mayors in South East Queensland, where I became the deputy chair, and mm-hmm. if I could tell you how I felt when I went to those first few meetings, I thought, what am I doing here with these city guys, <laughs> you know? I'm from the bush. Uh, but anyhow, I've taught them a few a bit of bush language and... Yep. Uh, I eventually became the deputy, but to see them work together, one of my great heroes is Graham Quirk, an amazing man. And he came up the other day and it it brought tears to my eyes to have him beside me uh, at my very final meeting and him saying beautiful words about uh, my career. But Graham Quirk, look at what he's done for Toowoomba. Just lay this on the line for Toowoomba uh, as part of the Council of Mayors. Firstly, the fast rail. You know, the concept of a 45-minute region. Yeah. Secondly, uh, the city deal thing, which is a concept where all levels of government and the private sector plan the future. Now, I've heard in recent times that the population growth in southeast Queensland is not going to be 2 million on top of the 3 million we have now. It's, in fact, going to be 2.9 million. So, consequently, we'll have very nearly 6 million people in southeast Queensland by 2050. Wow. Now, City Deals is about reflecting on that and yes. making absolutely sure that we begin to work together to build the infrastructure necessary to cope with that. Now, that's leadership. Yep. That's leadership. And the other thing, he brought the Olympic Games to the party, uh, to the Council, in two, the Council of Mayors in 2015. And, uh, you know, I thought that was, that was a great idea and uh, I was quite happy to go along with that. And now uh, the next, uh, you know, we're all friends when we're talking about bringing the Olympic Games here and there's a bit of uh, tension around the, around the table now because, you know, there's certain things that we would love to have. Yeah. And uh, the most logical thing for Toowoomba, I think, uh, apart from pre-game stuff and upgrading the uh, Berghofer Stadium, which uh, there's a plan to do that and... Uh, I know there's a fair bit of opposition to it in some spaces at the moment, yep. but if we don't get that, we get nothing. Yeah. The alternative is the 20, 30-year journey we have to build a stadium out at uh, Charlton. Yep. So I think this might be the one that fills the gap. I know it will upset a few people. I know that there's some seriously historic um, sports arenas there in the tennis and the uh, bowls and the croquet. Uh, but the reality is that I think we've got to go along with it. Anyhow, it's owned by the state government. And, uh, you know, if they own it, let them take the flak. That would be my suggestion. So those three things, the, the city city deals, the Olympic Games and the 45-minute region, I think, are great measures of that. The other thing I'm proud of, too, is that um, I uh, decided that I would certainly um, bring the mayors together in southwest Queensland, mm-hmm. Darling Downs and southwest, and all the way out to Quilpie, Cunnamulla, uh, we did have Thargaminda there at one stage, but they found it a bit too much travelling. Um, but anyhow, uh, there's 10 councils brought together. They represent one quarter of Queensland's land area. 
Uh, 70% of the grain production in Queensland comes out of this area. A tremendous amount of the cattle on feed are here. Uh, 25% of the beef herd is here mm-hmm. and the sheep, that's everything. So we've got, it, it's worked beautifully. And people told me when I began it at the uh, local government conference over at the Empire Theatre in 2015, I brought them together and said, what about we, we do this? And uh, it's worked brilliantly ever since. It's just a group of people who get together, sit around the table and talk. Yep. And uh, we come up with various things that we believe we should advocate for. And, I, I, you know, I'm happy that that's a, a real legacy of my leadership, yep. to have that group together. Uh, you know, things like the bypass, getting that, it was a moment in time uh, that happened. You know, if you look at the Prime Minister the uh, of the day, was Tony Abbott. You had Warren Trust as a deputy. Yes. You had um, Ian McFarlane, a senior cabinet minister. You had Campbell Newman in Brisbane. Temporarily, of course, sadly, but anyhow, that's who he was. He did it. Um, and John McVeigh was the minister who was the acting treasurer when the uh, financial side of it was signed off. Yes. So, and you know, and you look at the difference that's made. That's about continuing advocacy if you want something. Yeah. You know, we must continue for the fast rail. And and quite frankly, uh, when I, uh, you know, I mean, I come from the bush, uh, so there's no real mystery about my feelings on politics, but... I hate what I see around the inland rail with both sides throwing stones at each other, internally and externally within the parties. That's something that they should have worked together, two sides of the politics, to build a rail system in Australia because we need it now. The roads are, you know, when I drive to my home, the Gore Highway going across that floodplain is an absolute mess. It's, you know, an up and down and they fix it and then two or three years later it's gone back to where it was. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I really am annoyed and you might find that one of my legacies is that I have built a relationship with all parties. Yep. Uh, I've buried my political views and I've, uh, you know, I get on very well. I'm held in high respect by the current government in Brisbane uh, and uh, because I need to do that. I need to have Anastasia in my room talking about crime in Toowoomba. You know, I think crime will be a massive thing in the next election in Queensland. And I note that uh, Queensland has been given the title of the as the crime capital, really, yeah. in terms of the things that are happening. And that's sad. It's sad on a couple of pr- uh, perspectives. A, the impact on, on this community and on some amazing people that I know have been badly impacted. Yeah. But secondly, the loss of those young people. You know, they could be contributing something to this Absolutely. nation. And one of the things that overseas travel has taught me that in my personal view, we are the luckiest people in the world to live, A, in Australia, B, in Queensland, but importantly, here in Toowoomba. What better place could you just look out the window and have a look at the trees and, you know, I was up at the uh, Athletic Oval one day for a rugby match uh, uh, between Queensland and Fiji, and I heard the commentators saying, isn't it was November, and of course the jacarandas were in bloom. Yeah, and they <laughs> exam time. They bother me at exam time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, but they said, "Isn't this beautiful? Yeah. What a beautiful place!" But of course, you know, they talk about housing and knocking trees down and so forth. But there would have been a time when East Toowoomba was pretty bare. Yeah, and you know, we talk about legacies. How much do we owe to the people who had the courage to keep Queens Park? Mm. And, and all the parks in Toowoomba, the people who had the courage to do that, they're the people we should take our hats off to. Well, I think you'll be well and truly in amongst those people. I, As we wrap up, I, I guess the, the question that, you know, everybody is asking and will continue to ask, why 
call time on your career short of the next election? I felt it was my time to go. Okay. And uh, uh, I, uh, there was a reason. Is, is, it, is it fair to say that you weren't getting the personal satisfaction out of it through things that had changed that you had been getting for the previous 41 years and that perhaps you were concerned that that could impact on your ability to do what is necessary? Uh, not really. I could have kept going till the end if I really wanted to force myself. Uh, but I, you know, I'm maturing pretty rapidly. And um, I, there are other things in my life I want to do. I have a friend in life and we'd like to be together somehow. And I don't think she's particularly fond of uh, uh, mayors and, you know, the politics and talk and so Fair forth. Fair enough. But I did time it specifically to get the outcome that I got for the mayoralty. Uh, and I think that was, uh, I've had a long a fruitful relationship with the McDonald family. There's nothing uh, bad about that relationship except that I saw Jeffrey as the best possible leader and I think giving him uh, nine months or so in which to put his feet under the table will be important to him, I hope. Uh, and uh, we're uh, certainly, yeah, look, I'm, you know, I guess it's a reasonable question to ask, but uh, have a look what Graham Quirk did. Yeah. Graham Quirk stepped out... Uh, in the last 12 months. And, of course, it, what it has done, I don't think it's cost the ratepayers a cent. No. You know, there's people no. put their hands up, and that was important to me, not to cost yep. the ratepayers any money. But, no, I've I've enjoyed uh, my life in politics. It's been, uh, if you look at the the whole story, you know, I've lost uh, uh, my father, my mother, my late wife. I've lost, uh, there's been, the normal life went on, you know. I lost a, a beautiful nephew, tragically. He... Uh, was a haemophiliac and he was a, a fine young man. Uh, and in recent times, I've lost uh, my elder brother. So, you know, it's life still goes on. Yeah. You've got to do it. And look, I got to the stage where I believe it is, it is my time. It was my time to step down. In fact, I was going to, I have a great love for Anzac Day. It's one of the most special things. In fact, uh, when I was a young army officer in training and when I was in the army cadets, the schoolboy cadets, uh, as a officer, uh, every time I called the eyes right, something happened in my body I couldn't explain. Uh, when I was a platoon commander in the in the CMF, for, you know, in the parades, and the eyes right was called, or even when I was a uh, in it, uh, was it, it, there's something about it. Um, so you know, I'm I'm happy to have had the life I've had. I really am happy. I just finally, I, I think, you know, if there's one thing that we are perhaps judged on, it's that we have left what we have started. We've left it in a better shape than when we started it. And I think history will say that you did exactly that. And yeah. uh, I am uh, absolutely honoured to have uh, been uh, uh, around and spoken to you throughout uh, a, a good chunk of that career because of how long I've been doing this. Uh, and uh, and not only uh, to be able to see what you've achieved for our the, the passion for our region, uh, for the people of this region, it, it inspired me on a regular basis and uh, I think you have uh, you, you have definitely left this region in a better place than you found it. Mm. Uh, I thank you for your service to the community and uh, I'm uh, very grateful and honoured that uh, that we are also friends. So uh, so thank you. Thanks uh, very much Lee uh, but of course what I what the point I really want to make is that this was a team effort uh, over Definitely. All those terms, uh, three terms as mayor and one term as deputy mayor, and we just work together because uh, 
within the council, there's a great love for the community. Yep. And uh, I think, uh, you know, as I said before, there would be no better place in the world to live uh, than in Toowoomba, except for, of course, Captain's Mountain, the centre of the universe. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, Paul Antonio, uh, all the best for whatever you choose to do from here on in, even if it's jackarooing for your son. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>